You're listening to Divine Downloads, a fifth dimensional resource and podcast for those who feel called to help create the new earth. With me, your host, Angel Quintana, where we'll explore topics to help expand your consciousness, assist in your ascension, and elevate the way you navigate through your life path. I'll share with you my musings with the Akashic Records, my intuitive hits, and information shared by my guides. Let's begin. All right, you guys, I want to welcome you to part six of our seven-part series called The Seven Laws of Manifestation. As I've mentioned in the previous uh, laws, um, these have been divinely given to me. So everything I'm sharing with you might be different than some of the other seven laws that your other laws you may have heard about manifestation. Uh, this is really about uh, collective consciousness, fifth dimensional living, and so forth. So we're going to get into part six today. So if you have uh, missed any uh, of the other classes, uh, you can find the replays on my podcast, which is called Divine Downloads. It's available on iTunes, Pandora, and Spotify. You can also find the video replays on my YouTube channel. So if, you can't, if you're joining me live, fantastic. If you can't stay for the whole presentation, then you can go ahead and check out those other places to grab the replay. Um, without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and get started. This is probably one of my favorite topics because we are going to be talking about a hermetic principle today, which is the law of karma. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get this uh, get this party started. All right. Here we are. The seven laws of manifestations. All right. So what have we covered so far? Uh, in class number one, we discussed what your aura has to do with the art of manifesting. Class number two was how to understand why you want something before you desire it. Class number three, the missing key to manifesting that most people don't do, which is why they don't get. Class number four was what your frequency has to do with manifesting and what vibrational alignment really means. In our last class, we discussed what ceremonial alchemy is, and I also discussed the ceremonial alchemy library. So if this class resonates with you, I will be sharing some information at the end of this presentation uh, and how it complements the law of attraction. So they work in tandem together. And then today we're going to be discussing how fifth dimensional consciousness provides instant manifestations. Okay, and then next class, which will be next Friday, is the power of gnosis and how to achieve it. So obviously there is little nuggets of gold in each class. So there's so much to this, uh, to this course. And I hope that you guys, if it resonates with you, if you will please like, share, and subscribe. Don't forget to leave me a comment. And um, I always go ahead and read those and I'm very appreciative of your insights. All right, so if you guys are brand new to me and Holistic Fashionista, I am the founder of Holistic Fashionista. We're a print magazine. Um, I like to refer to us as a community-based temple uh, for those who feel called to help create the new earth. So while we're talking about the seven laws of manifestation, I really want you to, the underlying message is really to adopt fifth dimensional consciousness. You know, we are in a very important stage in history. 
we are here to create a completely new paradigm. We are elevating the consciousness of mankind. Uh, we're seeing the world go through a major ascension and the world needs more leaders. And so if you are drawn to this material, to uh, these uh, laws, if you will, then I hope that you will join us, start contributing to our magazine, uh, join our club, take advantage of the spiritual uh, teachings I do in the Ceremonial Alchemy Library, because at the end of the day, it's going to be you. Uh, really focusing on you is what helps create the new earth. It's great if you're out there being of service, but the first person we have to be of service to is ourselves. We have to really look at it in the mirror and make sure that we are living in divine purpose, that we are raising our vibration on those days that we feel we have low energy, we're taking time for ourselves. So it's really important to me and to the new earth that we make ourselves a priority. So my goal with Holistic Fashionista is to help foster those who want to become powerful, self-realized new earth leaders of tomorrow. All right, so law number five, excuse me, this is actually law number six. Law number six is becoming the cause. Okay, so today's topic is how fifth dimensional consciousness provides instant manifestations and it's all gonna come back to becoming the cause. So what we're going to be discussing in this class is what is the law of karma? What is the cause and entering into the fifth dimension? So go ahead and grab your notebook and a pen and you're probably going to take some notes and let's get started. Okay, so let's get into what is the law of karma? So it's actually a hermetic principle, the principle of karma, or what is often referred to as the law of cause and effect. So this is a really important process that we need to understand if we want to be masterful at the manifesting process. And we've talked about so many things that need to happen in order for manifestations to come into the physical realm, but there's one piece of the pie that we haven't talked about and it is the law of karma. And I feel like this law or this hermetic principle has been misinterpreted. Uh, I feel like a lot of people think that the law of karma is that, you know, karma is going to come bite you in the ass if you do something bad. You know, karma has this like wheel of, you know, what comes around goes around. And I want to try to dismantle that ideology. Uh, it's not exactly what karma is. Karma is a cycle and it has to do with this concept of cause and effect. And, you know, if this, then that, you know, you could even think of it as a spiritual critical thinking, you know? And so when we think about the law of karma, what we really want to get to the bottom of, of is understanding our circumstances. You know, when some people are able to manifest wealth, health, relationships and so forth. What is different about what they're doing versus someone who's still in poverty consciousness or is still suffering from, a, you know, a severe chronic ailment or someone who continues to get into um, unhealthy relationships? So I want to just spend a minute to really talk about the law of karma and how we actually have the power to change our karma. 
And it's the process of understanding the difference between cause and effect. Most people who don't manifest that which they desire, they manifest, right? Everybody's manifesting because we're all co-creators. But some people are are co-creating that which they do not want. And a lot of times, you know, in psychology and scientific studies and whatnot, it's like we're all breaking down like, oh, well, this person had child abuse and this person has, you know, a psychological uh, disorder or, you know, we're we're labeling things. And I want us to get into a place that no matter what we've labeled ourselves as, no matter what the doctors have diagnosed us as, that we can still take control of our karma. Okay. So I want to talk about karmic debts for a minute before I circle back around to talk about the difference between what cause and effect is. So in astrology, in my methodology called Life Path Astrology, we talk about karmic debts and karmic debts are housed in your 12th house. Uh, And so karmic debts have to do with things that we haven't resolved from the last cycle. So whether or not you believe in in uh, reincarnation or what have you, um, we're all going through cycles. In fact, if you've ever um, heard the concept of the seven year cycle, every seven years, we're actually in a different cycle. So we're actually incarnating every seven years. And the planet is uh, is ascending and going through its cycle every 2,160 years. Every planet in our solar system is going through its own cycle, depending on how many years it takes for all of the signs to go through that planet. So for example, the moon. The moon takes two to two and a half days to go around the sun where the, your, you know, your sun sign in your chart, it takes you a whole year, which is called your solar return. So there's all these cycles, you know, so whether you want to say that in a past life, you know, you've carried over some debt, some karmic debt that you're here to work through now, or if you just want to think of it as in cycles of this life, where maybe what you've gone through as a child you haven't completed the cycle, or maybe you're still holding on to the lessons of that cycle that's, that have now been, it's um, the best way to put that, have been stored as trauma. And so instead of holding on to our karma, instead of holding on to the effects, right, which we're going to talk about, the effects of what is the result that we're seeing in our life, in our environment, the opportunities or lack of opportunities that are showing up in our experience, all comes down to karma. It comes down to the ability to see what is the cause and as a result, what is the effect. And so uh, in astrology, how I see karmic debt is that it's just something that we have yet to learn. And when we're learning something, there's sometimes some trial and error. There is sometimes, you know, guessing. But when you start to enter and into the fifth dimension, you start to get divine downloads, hence the name of this podcast. And so what I'm going to share with you guys today is to help you remove 
the karmic debts so that your law of karma, the karma that you're creating is because of your cause, not from a victim mentality where you're always the effect. And this is going to start to make more sense if it's if it's a little over your head at all right now, but it's going to start to make sense when you start to take full ownership. There's no more blaming things on your parents. There's no more blaming things on just your past life, or there's no more, but I didn't have this opportunity, or I, you know, grew up in this kind of, you know, family or whatever the story is. We all have the ability to take back control and become the cause. So let's go ahead and discuss what that really means. So what is the cause? So the best way to understand the cause is to first understand the effect, okay? The effect is what you are seeing in the physical, okay? So if you took inventory right now of your home, your bank account, your relationships, your friendships, your health, everything in your life has, is showing up in the physical, okay? Now, the other coin is the lack. What don't I have? Or what do I think I don't have? So most people are living their life as the effect. They are allowing circumstances, situation, you know, global, whatever going on in the world to affect them. So they have essentially given up power to a cause. And whether that cause is benefiting mankind or not, most likely not. If you're not seeing something that you want in your life, you are the effect. You have taken, you have relinquished your control your power to the to the cause okay so think let this sink in for a second think of something right now it could be something that's going on in the world right like vaccines and you know the pandemic or whatever you want to refer to okay there's a cause okay and the effect could potentially being very fearful of that cause so essentially, we're giving our power to the cause. And sometimes what happens is we start to trick ourselves in thinking that we are serving the cause. We're serving the cause. We have um, started to, we've given our power away to someone else's um what is the word here? Given their power away to somebody else's desire, right? So when we relinquish control, we are always in the submissive energy field. We are always going to be in third dimensional consciousness when we feel that we are powerless, that we have to live for somebody else's cause. We have to um, bow down. We have to do as we're told kind of mentality. Okay. And this could be for anything. This could be in a relationship. Maybe you're in a relationship where somebody talks down to you 
and you're now the victim, right? You're now the effect. You feel the effects of that cause. That person who is talking down to you is now belittling you and you're feeling the effects, right? In your body, your self-esteem is starting to deteriorate. You are now the effect. You have given away your power to somebody else's cause. So becoming the cause says no to all of that. It says, no, I'm not powerless. I create my own reality and my cause is what I want. And the effect will be the result of what I am desiring. Instead of allowing somebody else's desire to penetrate us so that we lower our, so it's almost like we're bowing down to somebody else's desire, okay? So this is where we get into um, needing to overcome the victim mentality or reality, right? When we come from a victim mentality, meaning that I grew up in a poor household, I was abused as a child, I didn't have a father, I was starving in high school. You know, if we start to attach ourselves to the story, we're attaching ourselves to the cause. Instead of saying, I, I'm wiping that slate clean, I'm clearing karma, I'm clearing that cycle, and I'm taking back my power so that now I am standing in the frequency of I create my reality. I am the cause. So once we start to do this, and it's a process to take back our power because that means that we have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. That means sometimes we have to voice things that are going against the grain or going against the narrative. That means that we have to stand up for what we believe in. We have to stand up for ourselves, And that really does come down to self-worth. It comes down to knowing who you truly are knowing that you are a walking superpower, you have to get to a place in this karmic cycle that you understand and you can see what's beneath the veil. You can start to see, this is really when your third eye starts to open, where you can actually see things as like um, points on a diagram. You can start to connect the dots of that person's cause, what are they trying to do? And how has that been affecting me all this time? So sometimes what you can, one of the things you can do to start getting out of victim mentality is to meditate, okay? And it doesn't have to be sitting cross-eyed, cross-eyed, cross-legged, um, you know, for hours and hours, you know, simply just being quiet. And starting those, and starting to see those dots start to connect. You start to go, if this, then that. Okay, so this person has, you know, or organization or whatever, has kind of had me under the spell. But for whatever reason, that spell has made me feel powerless. Or it has invoked a sense of fear in me that I haven't been able to shake. In fact, I feel so scared that if I say anything, it's going to all come crumbling down on me. So this is where we start to get into our 
spiritual essence where you might experience what is called a tower moment or a dark night of the soul. Because when you are under the control of someone else's cause or another organization's cause, you have been under a spell. And this is, this is probably one of the reasons why people stay in that karmic cycle and they don't move on to the next cycle. They don't resolve that debt because that means that they're going to have to take another action. They're going to have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And the ego doesn't like to be uncomfortable. The ego has kept us in a survival mode and trying to make it, um, tried to make it so that we can survive. But I wanna give you guys an insight, a divine download, if you will, about the ego. And even though the ego, you know, has been talked about for decades and decades and decades, the ego is actually an entity. It's its own entity, just like your spirit and your soul is an entity. The ego is an entity. It has its own agenda. And so the only way to truly get out of victim mentality and to take back your power and to become the cause is to, we have to starve the entity that is no longer serving us. So I want you to think about a parasite, a parasite in your gut. Okay. So let's say that you have been eating a bunch of sugar and you have yeast overgrowth. And some of you guys have probably heard the term leaky gut syndrome. Okay. So I'm just for this um, metaphor or analogy, I want you to imagine that you have been feeding this fear, this effect um, for so long that it has overgrown, it has overstayed its welcome. And so the only way to get the entity or the yeast overgrowth to disappear is to starve it. So I want you to think about your ego as an entity, as this yeast overgrowth, that has been trying to keep you comfortable, right? By eating all those sweet treats and making you feel so good because you love the taste. Um, eventually, too much of a good thing, right? It leads to ailments. It leads to undesired physical effects. And so the ego is the same way. So if we are under a spell of somebody else's cause, the ego doesn't want us to move into another reality because it's it's been safe there, even if it's abusive, even if it's not serving you, it's comfortable because it's familiar. You see? So we have to, in order to get out of victim mentality, we have to start doing things that make us feel uncomfortable. We have to speak up, even if it causes more pain in the beginning. Because over time, what we're doing is we're graduating to becoming the cause, okay? So the one thing I wanna mention here before we move on to the next um, concept here is that when you become the cause, right? 
Now that you understand what the cause is, it's reclaiming your power. It's doing things as you desire. It's getting out of a karmic cycle. What you can call upon is reminding yourself that you are one with the divine. So you don't have to feel, so even though we're going to starve the ego, we're going to starve the entities that are no longer serving you, we are not alone. We can call upon the divine, you know, the angels, our spirit guides, our loved ones that have crossed over, archangels. We can call upon the spirit realm that we can't see. We can pray. We can meditate. We can write our feelings down. We can ask for help. And so this is one of those things where you, it's all going to be individual. Everybody's experience about around becoming the cause is going to be an individual path. Nobody's going to potentially do it the same way. And the way that you receive these messages that are going to just be given to you. And when I say given, they're either, they're either going to be given to you through your feelings or through your thoughts. Okay. So if you're someone who just gets a lot of thoughts kind of whipping through your mind, then you might have a mental um, communication with the divine. If you're someone that feels things, maybe you're more empathic, maybe you get chills when somebody says something, that's going to be more kinesthetic. So you're going to start to feel the messages. Okay. So this is very important because becoming the cause is a process, especially if you have been stuck in a victim mentality for your whole life, maybe. This is about reclaiming your power. So just know that you don't have to do it alone but you're not going to do it with the ego. You're not going to do it with something that's been trying to keep you safe and secure, even though it's been hurting you. That is a masochistic relationship. That is an unhealthy and toxic relationship. And we're going to have to starve that relationship in order for it to go away. All right. Okay. So let's keep going here. So we're going to begin the process when we go through ending that karmic cycle of, of realizing that everything in our life is a result of the cause. So we have to now realize that we are the cause in every part of our life. We are never going to be the effect. We're never going to be the, the effect of our circumstances. We're never going to be like, this is all I can do. Nope. We're going to be, no, I desire this and I am going to stand in that power. And so this is where you begin to enter into the fifth dimension. The fifth dimension is where you co-create with the divine. So as I mentioned, with the cause, you're not alone. You don't have to go through this process of manifesting and changing your circumstances and changing your life and ending karmic cycles alone. And it was never intended that you had to. Now, what's going to happen is you are going to start attracting other people who are going to share that newfound frequency. Once you start to reclaim your power, New friends will show up, new relationships, 
the communication with the angels and the spirit realm, the thoughts that you're going to start thinking are going to change, the way you feel in your body is going to start to change. And you need to start noticing that those are the signs. The signs of entering into the fifth dimension is every, the language is different. It's not just spoken like with English or whatever your first language is. Those are powerful ways to call things in, but the language of the divine speaks in symbols. It speaks in numbers. It speaks, speaks with, you know, songs and, you know, colors it, it has a different language. So you have to get to the place in your manifesting process where the patterns that you're seeing all the time are telling a story. Okay. So when you are the cause, you are learning how to decipher the meanings. Okay. And they're not literal, at least not always. They're not literal. So what I mean is it's not going to just be like, oh, you know, somebody told me I'm going to do it this way. So I'm going to do it this way. A lot of times it, it's, well, most of the time it's going to be intuitive. It's going to be like, I feel that today I'm going to spend time in nature, not because I have to, but because I feel or my thoughts said, this is what I need. So you're going to start cultivating a conversation, which, you know, is called the, the antenna with the divine. So you imagine you're like a unicorn, right? You've got this antenna coming from your head, right? That's giving you these downloads, whether it's from mental, if you're more of a mental intuitive or you're a kinesthetic, you know, a lot of people will teach like clairvoyance and clairsentience and audience and all that. But I have really seen that you can really divvy them up into two categories. Instead of trying to figure out if it's your clairaudient or what have you, just think in terms of, do I feel things or do I, I, I know things or I, I hear things or, you know, the messages are coming through like the thought. Okay. So this is where we start to shift vibration. Our frequency starts to change and people are not going to like it. Remember what I said, this is the period of the manifestation process where you're going to have to get comfortable being uncomfortable because people don't, people are stuck in their own, you know, victim mentality. They're stuck in their own effect but they're not the cause. They don't know how to be the cause. So when you start to become the cause, they don't like that because you become a mirror of the thing that they're not willing to become, which is the cause. So you're going to get some pushback. You're going to get some backlash. You're going to trigger some people. So this is important. This is the reality of getting to the next phase of manifesting which is to co-create with divine, which means that you're following your own individual path. This path to transcendence is an individual one. You have your soul brothers and sisters, your soul family, but at the end of the day, this is your journey back to self. It's your journey. It's the soul's journey. And so once you be take that first step, you're going to be congratulated. You'll be given a gift. Okay, just one step of saying, I create my reality. I am not the effect. I am the cause. When I want something, I create it. Not because somebody tells me I need to do it. Not because I'm under somebody else's spell. But I am the person who is in charge of my reality. 
So this is a very powerful process. And like I mentioned, the tower moments or the dark night of the soul, it's going to feel heavy at first. But like anything in life, as I mentioned, it's a cycle. The tower moments and the dark night of the soul, they don't last forever unless you perpetuate it, unless you maintain, you stay in the energy of it's always crashing down on me. It's always crashing down on me. It's always crashing down on me. If you instead you said everything is a cycle and this is just part of a cycle. And when it's the tower moments come, it's the end of a cycle. So allow the end of the cycle to happen. Know that it is part of the process and that it will start again. You will be renewed. You will go through a rebirth. You will go through a transformation. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and give you guys um, some, some classes. Okay. So as I've mentioned here, the main points to take away is we're going to get out of victim mentality. Okay. Victim mentality or victim reality is really about you're no longer the effect. You're no, no longer the subject of your circumstance. You are the commander of your reality. Okay. You are also in that place of being the commander. You are the co-creator with the divine. So you are always supported. And this is where consciousness, fifth dimensional consciousness, specifically, you begin to enter into a new realm. Okay. All right. So I'm going to give you guys a coupon code. So if you are going through the dark night of the soul or you're going through a tower moment, or you're having this aha moment right now of, wow, I have been the effect in almost every area of my life. I have been in fear. I have, I feel scared. I feel that someone has more control than I do about over my own life. So I want you to go ahead and write down this coupon code manifest 1111. Um, Otherwise, you know, if if this is the end of the road for us, no problem. Um, Join us next week for part seven. Please do share this with a friend. But if you do want to take that next step with us and start to make your spirituality your very, your prime objective in your life, make your soul, you know, let's start starving the ego. Let's start getting our uh, power back. Let's start understanding you know, how to move through these difficult cycles. Well, I have a library where I have been starting to document everything that I've been doing in my life. It's what I'm going to be calling my legacy. The Ceremonial Alchemy Library is my legacy. Uh, It's where I want everybody who is on the fifth dimensional path. They are ready to um, end karmic debt. They're ready to take back their power and they want to make their soul their first their priority, the main priority in their life. Because remember, the path to transcendence is an individual one. And the way that we're going to create the the new earth is to first look at the person in the mirror. So I want you guys to go ahead and write down this link, holisticfashionista.com forward slash library and write down the coupon code manifest 1111. Now I just added 12 new classes. So there's over, I think, 60 classes right now in there. All kinds of things. There's writing exercises, manifesting rituals. There's lessons in love. There's astrology classes. 
Um, I've got tons of spiritual teachings. I'm actually going to start putting my 5D living vlog back there so you guys can see and get to know me on a more intimate level. Um, there's so much back there. There's plant magic. There's elixirs in a bottle. There's all kinds of just lessons of the things that I have been using in my life, the things that I've been teaching, obviously, um, that have really taken my life to the next level, that I have become not only the cause, but the master and the commander of my reality. And I do that with the divine. I never feel alone because I know just because I can't see my spirit guides, because I can't see my angels and my guardian angel, it doesn't mean that they're not there because again, you can feel her, you can feel them, you can think new thoughts. And that's where we begin this new relationship with the divine. This is where we know we are in the fifth dimension, that we know that we are here to create the new earth. And from there, we can go on to be of service. But the first person that we've got to be of service to is the person in the mirror. So I'm going to leave it there, you guys. I hope that you guys um, liked this lesson. Um, remember that you are the cause in your life reclaim your power. And until our final class in this course, um, wishing you so much love and light until next time, you guys stay sacred. Bye now. Thank you for tuning in to divine downloads. If you gained insights from this episode, I sure hope that you'll leave me a five-star review and comment. If you are looking for an extended version of a tarot reading or a mentioned course or upcoming event, you can visit holisticfashionista.com forward slash community for more information. To learn more about Holistic Fashionista and how we can assist you and your soul's brilliance, please find me on Instagram at Holistic Fashionista. Until next time, have a great day and stay sacred.